It's time for this Xbox Life episode number 251, titled Money in Gaming. This is the show about the Xbox, the, well, I guess the Xbox, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox One, although you won't hear much Xbox talk, uh, other than the two new systems. Uh, the show was uh, recorded on Sunday, what date is it, <laughs> July 21st, uh, 2013. I am Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and with me today, I've got the co-host with the most, my good buddy Mark. Hey, everybody, what's up? Hey, hey, hey! Hey! It's another another fun and exciting show. It's show one after the last show. That's right. Which was show 250. Exactly. So, so we got new and exciting stuff after... What did I say that was? Uh, two times five times five times five? I Something like that. I don't do math. Okay. This is two <laughs> times five times five times five plus, plus one. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> and plus seven. No, plus six days. Regardless. Okay, let's move on. Anyway, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> let's, let's do this. I, anything, so, anything you want to bring up? Well, it sounds like you do. Yeah, yeah, I've been debating whether to do it, whether to say anything, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Oh, wait. You know when you, normally they say when you have that inkling, like, should I really say that or not? You probably shouldn't. You know, I, I but I should have had that inkling last week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I kind of thought about it afterwards. You know, I get on my rants recently. I've been kind of on some rants here and there and that, that's I, your style baby yeah but i've been calling people idiots and stupid and you know i thought about it I'm like that was just really immature of me and i was being the idiot and being stupid so you know i certainly don't think anyone in our community is that um and you know everybody does have their reasons why they feel a certain way about the xbox one for example and you know some people do have legitimate reasons why they did not like the initial, uh, you know, detailed uh, release notes, if you will, for the Xbox One, while right. I thought it was pretty cool and stuff. But, you know, I don't want to, I just wanted to say, you know, I do respect people's opinions, and I apologize if I came off as, uh, you know, ignorant and running my mouth off just because I can, Um you know, I just don't, I don't like when other people do it, and I, I, I realized I did the same darn thing. You know, so I do respect people's opinions. I may not agree with you, but um, you certainly have the right, you know, and I think we got a pretty smart community. And I know I said last week, I think it was last week when I when I went on my rant that I didn't think anyone in our community was an idiot. It was more the, you know, just the generic idiots, internets, you know, um, if you will. You know, you just got those people like to mouth off just because they got nothing better to do. Those people annoy me, but still, you know, for what it is, I have uh, the utmost respect for our community. So just want to make sure everybody knew that. So not that those people that were offended are not even listening anymore anyways, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just felt it needed to be said, Rob, okay? Don't All right, on moving me, on, man. moving on. <laughs> Just because you don't like me. <laughs> or just no. because I think you're an idiot. No. <laughs> exactly. So. I would never think that or at least admit it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it, though. Okay. So. 
Oh, uh, uh, that's uh, cool that you said that. Right, sure. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Moving on. All right, so uh, let's start off uh, what we've been playing. What have you been playing, Mark? Uh, you know, start your list, and I'm going to go over to the grocery store while uh, <laughs> wait through the list. I have a plethora of gaming to talk about. Ah, it's not it's not that large. Um, but I did play some, uh, again, we played some Red Dead Redemption. Um, it's just, you know, fantastic game. I think I, I don't remember if I finished up the zombie Undead Nightmare DLC campaign before last week's show. I can't remember. But I did wrap that up and, did you know, played some more online and just had some, I'm having a good time with that. I did complete the story for different Defense Grid: The Awakening. That was the free XBLA game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, games for Gold. Um, that that game, dude, is fun. I did you did you get a chance to play that yet, Rob? I have not played it yet. No. You got to try it out when you get a few minutes. It's. Uh, no, I'm I'm actually excited to to check it out because you know when it was on the uh, what do you call it that thing where they're giving away for free. It has a games name. Games for Gold. Yes, games for gold. When it was on there, I just did a quick, you know, bit of research. Uh, in other words, I consulted my friend Google, and you know, just to see what the game was about. And I, I read a couple of uh, you know, like reviews of it, and it was very favorable. So that kind of, you know, piqued my interest a little bit. And then to hear you say that you actually like that, because you know, a lot of people were complaining about it initially, like, you know, what kind of junky games are they giving us? Oh, it's fun, but, man. Yeah, I mean it. it and there's you know, a lot I, of game modes to it, and I guess there's a lot of DLC still tied into it. So, you know, which I guess is a good way to generate sales. Oh, for sure. They give you the free base game that has a lot of DLC to it. If people like it, they might buy the DLC, and they're going to make money off of it. Oh, yeah. So, so but anyway, to answer your question, I have not played it, no. <laughs> um, well, you should take it uh, with you. You should take your Xbox with you on your upcoming trip. <laughs> It's not like you're going to have oh. anything else to do in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, you can play this. <laughs> yeah, Mark and I were talking about uh, a business trip that I've got coming up later this week or this coming week. Uh, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere in the Appalachian Mountains. and uh, yeah, They may it's, not it's, even it's, have TV there, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. I'm not going to lug around this heavy Xbox when, you know, I'd have to lug my TV around to play it because – you know, the what do they call those little – remember those adapters they used to have on TVs? You know, you screw them down to the back of the TV, then yeah, it's got the TV. little switch boxes, yeah. Yeah, the little slider TV in game. Yep. <laughs> I, I would need one of those, you know. <laughs> Probably. You know, to screw this – because I think I would need to screw it on top of the uh, rabbit ears connection. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh. All right, so <laughs> – so Defense Grid so, the Awakening. So to answer your question again, no, I have not played it. Okay. Um, no. I got um, roped into playing a game. Uh, I was told by OGT Unit that I got to play Call of War as the Gunslinger. Okay. And I'm like, you know, I've played Call of War as games before. I never liked the Old West ones. Um, but I did like the one that no one else liked. I liked the one that had the DEA agent and the the cop and the like FBI guy all working together. I thought that was a fun game. I really enjoyed it. And um, it's like I think I'm the only one that liked it. Everybody liked the old western ones. So, but the you know OG's like, no, you got to try it. It's a lot like 
he said it reminded him of Borderlands because it's got that Borderlands look to it of the kind of cartoonish, self-shaded look. And then he said, somehow Bulletstorm. Um, and I'm not quite making that connection yet, but um, I don't know. So I, I'm like, okay, I'll try the demo. I told him I'd try the demo. And uh, so I played the demo, and doggone it, if one of those stupid you've earned an achievement messages came up, because I wasn't far enough into it yet to make my determination if I wanted to keep the game. And so I was like, oh, what the heck? You know, OG said it's good. And uh, so I bought it and kept playing it. It's... Uh, I haven't played enough. I played quite a bit of it. But I, I feel like I can't really make an opinion of it yet. It's okay. It's I like the story. It's interesting. That's one thing I really like about it, I think is really cool, is okay. you play as like the sheriff, not a sheriff, sorry, like this old like retired bounty hunter. He comes into town, and he goes into the saloon, and he, you know, some kid recognizes him and starts talking to him because he's like reading this dime novel about him. You know, it's like one of those little, like, you know, little books about him and the life of this guy. So he he sits down to tell stories and tells the truth about. You know, he's actually telling what really happened, as opposed to what all the little stories say that happened and all these different events. So it's like he, you know, you start out where he's running with Billy the Kid and, you know, and all these different things. And, and he goes after. So if you've ever seen, like, the movie um, Young Guns and Tombstone, you know, you actually kind of play. You meet all these characters or a lot of the characters from those movies um, because he's, like, going after all these guys. So... You're kind of playing through that part, um, and it's kind of interesting, and it's it's okay, you know, it's um, not bad. It's not a bad game. I, I can't really say anything good about it yet, uh, other than the story, you know. Um, it's, I don't I don't think it's as wow as I was made to believe it to be, but I'm still like you kind of you can rank up, you can get skill points. And you get to do different things, so there's that Borderlands skill building tree like aspect of the game. Um, so I, I I think I need to get more into it, uh, which I will. It's definitely interesting enough that I paid the 1,200 Microsoft points for it. Um, so I'll be talking more about this as I continue to play it each week. Um, but uh, it's it's good, you know. It's definitely better than the first two Call of Juarez games. Um, I didn't care for them. This one was kind of off the bat. Right off the bat, I was like, yeah, this one I can see myself playing. Um, there's some things I'm not real hip on. It's uh, the, the pathfinding at times can be, I mean, I can click in on one of the sticks and it'll tell you where to go. But if you're just kind of running around, it you can kind of be like, where am I supposed to go? It's not, you can get kind of lost on some of the levels. And there's got a lot of hidden items that are... I've yet to find all the items on a level, so you're gonna, I mean, I'm going to have to go back to pick those up if I want to do that. But um, it, it's not bad. The story's kind of cool, and I like what they did with it. So that, And it's interesting at like certain times, there's parts in the game where you'll go and do something, and it's like, you know, you kind of did like a mistake, or that wasn't the right thing. And then the guy, the guy all of a sudden is like, well... Let me tell you what really happened, and then it like it diverts you a different way, you know. So it was kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a it's a real unique way I think of telling the story, the way they did it. So that's really kind of cool part about the game. But uh, it's a fun little uh, shooter game. 
Um, I also, of course, been playing some Black Ops 2. Uh, been playing that a lot this week. Got back into it. Bought the last two DLC packs that they released. And I'm just having a good time with that. Um, nice, really, nice. just, I don't know if, Rob, if you've seen, I posted a couple of videos on the, uh, on our Facebook group. And, uh, in fact, I think, uh, OGT Unit as well, he put up a really cool video of him just owning fools with a pistol. Um, and he kept talking about running pistols only. I didn't realize in, in our Friday Night Life last week that that's what he was doing, <laughs> that he was really running pistol only. So he put a video up of just, and I gotta get that pistol he's got, dude. That thing is amazing. It's like a fully automated pistol. It just, it's just like, it just drops fools, man. It's awesome. Nice. Uh, so that, now that was my Xbox gaming. And would you believe it, Rob? I have played two games on PC this week. I believe it. And I'm not talking solitaire. Minesweep or Mahjong. Well, you do that every week, so that's nothing new. Yeah, I don't even count Solitaire. You're probably playing it right now as you're talking. Good I'm actually not. I'm actually not because for some reason <laughs> my Windows 8, it, it'll crash. My The whole, I don't know, something's up with this stupid box, but I don't touch it. i got to stay out of the Metro stuff when I'm, when I'm recording, so otherwise it tends to crash on occasion. But I played Torchlight 2. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I, I think you got me into the original Torchlight, I believe. Yes, I did. And I, I bought it on PC and played about halfway through, and then they released it on 360 and went to the, bought the 360 version, played the whole game. And you liked the 360 version better. Liked right? the 360 version better. Never went back and finished the PC version. Torchlight 2, I know it's been you out quitter. for a long time, but I've been waiting. Okay, I've been waiting for it to come out on, on to see if we're going to get an Xbox version. Well, I, somehow the conversation came up, I think, Rob, last week. We were talking about it, and I noticed it was 10 bucks, was half price. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, on Steam. Yeah, on Steam, and even through their regular site, through the regular Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, we I think we looked it up while we were talking uh, yep. last week. So I ended up getting a demo and trying it and playing it. So I was playing it, and it was a long demo. I mean, I was. I remember asking you, Rob, in the week, like, dude, when does this demo end? I've been playing this thing for hours, and it's still going. And uh, I, I did get to the point where it ended, and at that point, it's like, you know, you can go ahead and buy it, and I just quit. I'm like, well, I like it, but there's so much stuff. You know, I've been, I've been playing – I'm trying. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption, Defense Grid, Black Ops 2. I'm like, I've got. I still need to get back to GTA. There's stuff I want to complete and finish and get done before Xbox One comes out. And I'm just like, do I really want to spend ten bucks on a PC game? Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit on this. Let me think about it. And I waited. I, th- I think one I day. Waited, I waited a day. <laughs> yes. And I, all of a sudden, I, I woke up like the next day, and Torchlight 2 was on the Steam sale for five bucks. <laughs> and I was like, yes! I'm like, I gotta buy it for five bucks. I mean, I cannot pass that up. You know, ten dollars, oh, yeah. I can be like, well, you know, five bucks, boom. I mean, that's like, you know, do you want a pack of gum? You know, yeah, I'll buy a pack of gum for a quarter. You just, you just have to. So yep. I bought it. I immediately texted you a message. I'm like, Rob, Torchlight 2 is five bucks on Steam. Get it the next 40 hours or something, you know, because they had a little timer saying there's only four hours left. Yep, yep. So um, I bought it and have continued to play it. 
and it's it's a fun game. I like it. And yes, Rob, I love the pet. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. My pet does more running back and forth to town. <laughs> it's like never around. It's like either it's going to town or it's coming back. <laughs> yep. That is like the greatest thing. You know, it's like, oh, I want to sell all this crap. Here, go sell it for me, yeah. pet. So, as, as opposed to like in Diablo, where I would wind up going into like some corner in the dungeon and just dropping everything. Yep, exactly. So it's like, well, I don't want this. I don't want this. I got four of these. Don't yeah. drop, drop, drop. Yep, I'd rather. But I love that I can just send the pet off and go get yeah. it. So and you get cash, baby. Cash money. That's right. Um, so that's the first PC game. Okay. The second PC game. And I held off on this one, too, and I actually finally bought it. I bought it today, and that was Halo Spartan Assault. Okay. And I got it on Windows 8. And I wanted to – I was try, when, I, when it first came out this earlier this week, I wanted to check it out, you know, because it's like, like an RTS game, you know, that – you know, I'm like, hey, this I like RTS-style games. It's, it's Halo. I loved Halo Wars, if this is anything like it. But it's not. Um, and it's, it's okay, but what I really have an issue with on this game is that, you know, like, uh, we'll take Torchlight, for example, you move around by using your mouse and clicking to a spot you want to move to. Right. This is the same type of game as that. You're looking down... You're you're moving your character around, and you know you put your cursor on the guy and, and hit your mouse button to shoot him. But to move, you have to use the the uh, WASD keys. Okay. And it is so awkward in this type of game. I'm like, why didn't they just let you use your mouse to move around? You know, like Torchlight or Diablo or something. You know. I, I don't see the point because the only thing I use the mouse for is to shoot. Essentially, well, you know, if the thing is going to be on you know Surface and, and all that and Windows Phone, for those it's got to be like probably tap to move to that spot. But they support the mouse. Oh. It's still Windows Eight. Yeah. And it's got mouse and keyboard support. So why you couldn't just say click to move my guy? I mean, it seems like a simple. Why would why would you have to put in the whole WASD? I would think that that might even be more. Just point and click, bam, go here. If there's nothing to shoot at, that means move there. Yeah. It just seems so much simpler. Yeah. And so I don't like having to use the keyboard keys to move my guy. It really hinders the gameplay. Um, other than that, I mean, it's kind of well. I got some other issues with it. Um, it is Xbox Live, so you get achievements. Uh, when I bought it and I launched it, it says, oh, I see you've completed Halo 4. Because of that, you're going to get some bonus items in your armory. Or your, you know. So I go, I go to my first mission, and I go into the armory, and there's really nothing there. I started out with the assault rifle, and to get any other thing to, to upgrade that weapon... You have to spend experience points, which you gain by doing missions, or you can buy credits. So you can spend more money, and they do this before every mission. 
So you're always stuck with a default weapon unless you want to, and they give you one that you can spend your experience on. Right. And then they give you two more that actually you have to spend credits on, which you have to basically buy like Microsoft points. So I don't like that when I've spent $7 on a game to then go, oh, if you really want to play, you want to use the Spartan laser, it's going to cost you more money. And here's the kicker. Those credits are only good for one mission. So you unlock the item for one mission. It's not you've unlocked the Spartan laser all the time. Huh. So now I've gone through the entire first mission. Well, there's like mission A. So I've completed mission A, which had, I don't know how you, it had five little missions in it. So there, there's, I think there's five total missions. And then the first one had like five within that. Okay. So I completed the first five levels, if you will. And uh, right. I haven't earned any credits. So it looks to be that you have to purchase them. And I'm not going to do that because and it states that they're only good for that one time that you play it. Right. So you always you'd be constantly pumping money in just to get that weapon. So, you know, I'm like here. It's like to me, it's almost like a free to play game disguised by charging you. Right. Right. And I don't like that. I'm really not happy that to me, I feel like they're really kind of jipping people. And and where's my free stuff you said I got? There's nothing there, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. And supposedly, when I go play Halo 4 on the Xbox, I'm supposed to be able to get some stuff in that game, like extra armor or some stuff. So I need to boot that up, put that disc in, and see if it actually is there. And I can do that now because I posted, uh, I think, a week or two ago that I thought I had a, I almost had a Halo thief in the house because I was missing two Halo games. One of them came back. A friend of mine borrowed it, and I had forgotten. And um, actually, the other one I've got, I sold yeah, it to buy board games. Probably. <laughs> now, I think the other one I had before I moved, when I when I was living uh, in the house before this, I had someone borrow one of my Halo games, and that had to be it. And I forgot who it was. And it's a Wait, different. Which person. one is it? Three. Halo Three. Yeah. I'm missing that one, but I, I ordered a new copy off of Amazon, brand new, for 16 bucks. So <laughs> There you go. I'll have it back on my shelf. And someone said, well, why don't you just download it free? It's going to come out here as Games for Gold here pretty soon. And I'm like, you know what? I got all the other discs on my shelf. I can't have that one missing. <laughs> so you're a completist. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> completist about that. Like, I'll buy a game like I bought, Dead Space 3. I need to get Dead Space 1 and 2 now because Dead Space 3 is on my shelf. I have yeah. Arkham City on my shelf, but not Arkham Asylum, so I need to buy that. You know, it's like I, I hate that I don't have one of the cases, you know, from a series when I've. Oh yeah. It's just it's a stupid thing. So. No, no, it's it's actually <laughs> it's a very real thing. <laughs> In the board game world, there's a uh, there's just one company that released a series of games where they all come in similar size boxes and they're numbered. So it's kind of like a, a series. I think they called it the bookshelf series. So as you put them up on the shelf, you know, they all match, and they got these big prominent numbers on the edge. So, you know, you, you have, like, one through, I think there's, like, eight or nine of them. And it really bugged people, like, if they were missing one, and they would, like, literally try to hunt this thing down. <laughs> so, you know, it wouldn't be like, I have, oh, I have one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. Right. 
Yeah, it's like someone well, said, like oh, you got Halo. Because the only – well, I also don't have Halo ODST, but I didn't like that game. That's understandable. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that <laughs> game. So I – you know, unless I find it for two bucks, man, I'm not buying it. But, right. um, you know, I've got all the other Halo. And it, but it bugs me that I don't have Halo 2, but I don't have – they don't have Halo 2 for Xbox 360. You know, you can play – well, you can play Halo 2 on your 360, but – First of all, good luck finding it, and right, right. Um, and you know I have not been able to find that one. So well, maybe you just need to get an original Xbox again. Well, no, I'm finding the game. You can play it on your 360. I believe it yeah, is backwards. Get it on the original, so you can get the original and that. See, yeah, and then that's another thing. So when I get my Xbox One, I'll have a 360. I really should go buy the original Xbox just so I have it. Exactly. I should go over to GameStop and buy one. <laughs> For like $8. Exactly. I don't think they're very expensive if they even have any. <laughs> yeah. You can buy like every game they have there for Xbox for like a buck a piece or something. Yeah. So. That's but, even cheaper than Duke Nukem Forever. Exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, so I'm, I'm, Halo Spartan Assault, it, it uh, does tell like kind of a background story. It, it's between, it takes place between Halo 3 and Halo 4. It talks about the Spartans and, and the story, you know, whatever it is, it is what it is. It doesn't really, it's not drawing me in or anything. The game looks good. It, it, it's visually, it, it looks real nice on Windows 8. I can't speak for tablets or how it plays on a tablet. Um, but it, you know, everything's like keyboard to pick stuff up. You got to click E button to change your weapons. You're hitting the shift key. Um, you know, it's just like, it's very, it's, I just wish I could move with the mouse. I also wish that they didn't have microtransactions built into it. I'm not yeah. happy about that, especially when you bought the game. Yeah, and it's it a tablet back... game for seven bucks. I mean, yeah, it's not like a console game for seven bucks. I would expect it but when you're buying a mobile game for $7. That's for mobile. That's like at the top end. And then they're like, oh, you want all this other stuff? You got to pay for it. So I really, but the game looks good. I, I can say it looks good. The missions are real short, and I think the game overall is going to be short. I mean, it only took me a little bit to go through the first five missions. The, each one's only a couple minutes long, right. you know, unless you die, which I think was at the very first, no, the s- third mission. I died several times because the I was trying to escort. I forgot what they're called, some kind of tanks on my side. And uh, I, as I'm in the middle of the battle and trying to move, I kept getting in front of the darn things, and they ran me over. Uh, my own tanks killed me, so the game, the mission would fail, and you'd have to start over. Um, so it took me a little while just from the very beginning because of moving. The very first mission, I failed several times just because I'm trying to get the, the movement keys. Um, I couldn't, get, you know, just trying to get that down. So people who play PC all the time and are used to moving with the WASD, you'll probably be like, dude, that's not a big problem. But when you've been out of that for a long time, it, it takes some getting used to. But uh, Wolverines, in fact, what it was, the Wolverines. I kept getting run over by Wolverines. So um, another thing I wanted to mention was that when the achievements come up in this game, okay, it doesn't pop. Like, you don't get the standard achievement unlocked. Like, I have seen them, uh, you know, in other Xbox or other Windows 8 games. You get the little boop. You know, you get the little noise and you get the little... Now, the achievement window is different 
you know, but it was still like green and black and it had that Windows 8 look to it, but it was okay. still, uh, you know, resembling, you know, popped up, gave you the sound. In this game, you don't get that. It, it comes up, it's, it's like built into the game. It's not like uh, the same standard achievement that we see, you know, in every 360 game or every other Windows 8 title that pops up. It's like, it's like, um, it looks just like all the other menu items. It was all blue and there was no sound. It just said achievement unlocked and told you what the name of it was. No, no sound in it. And it, you know, it did it after the mission ended. Um, so I'm like, I don't know if they're going to do that going forward, like on Xbox One. Are we going to lose that achievement pop up sound? Cause it doesn't exist in Spartan Assault. Right. And you don't get that little, uh, you know, the little, we're used to seeing the little gray circle or, you know, stretched oval or whatever. You know, in most Windows 8 games that I've seen, it's a rectangle, you know, and then it's like green and black. So, but it still popped and everyone looked the same. But this game's completely different the way it handles its achievements. So, I kind of wondering, you know, is this what we're going to see on Xbox One? And if if the Xbox One does away with a little pop-up sound, I'm going to kind of miss that. You know, I mean, is it a big deal? No, but it's just something we've all become so used to. And I I think it'll be odd not to have. It was weird to get these achievements today and not get the achievement sound. So I hope that they don't do away with that. I hope that's just kind of a mistake in this game that somehow it was overlooked. But, you know, even the look of the way the achievement pops is very different. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a sign of things to come with Xbox One. So we'll but we won't know until we get our Xbox Ones. So exactly. But that's what I've been playing this week. So what about you, Rob? Okay, I've got a couple of things. Uh, first off, I played a little bit of Walking Dead, and uh, that was uh, starting over at the beginning. And uh, a little bit of an interesting story about this is that, so when I was playing the, what was it, uh, episodes uh, one through five of season one, my wife would come through, my wife Wendy would, you know, walk by, and she thought it was really funny to scare me. <laughs> <laughs> while I was playing the game. And, of course, you know, when you get into it and you're not paying attention, you know, it kind of freaks you out a little bit. Or at least it does me. Well, uh, she saw me also playing uh, 400 Days uh, recently, and she basically approached me. She's like, you know, I want to try. You know, and I was, t- you know, she was asking me some questions about it. And, I, you know, I explained how the whole thing works and how, you know, the game kind of messes with you. And, she, you know, we watch uh, the TV series together. So she's kind of into that stuff. So she wanted to try. And she asked me a couple of times. So finally, I set up um, my second Xbox. I set it up in the bedroom, you know, got it all wired up. And, you know, I, I got it all set up for her to play. And I was really excited, you know, I was kind of showing her to, you know, how you do this stuff. And I was actually going to sit there and watch her, you know, just see what choices she made. And, you know, it's, it, that game is something that's very cinematic of sorts, at least if the person's playing quickly. And, you know, it tells a decent story. And, you know, I kind of wanted to see if, if it was any different also than when I had played it, like how she that react different, differently. So, she uh, starts playing it. You know, we get through the whole first section with, you know, Lee going in the cop car, and then he crashes. You know, he gets out of the car. After 10 minutes, 15 minutes of her, like, 
not being able to find anything and just, you know how it's got that little, what would you call it, a reticle almost? Mm-hmm. You know, where you hover over the circle and then it shows you the buttons that you can press? Yeah. Well, she's like going along the borders, left, right, up, down, left, right. No, I'm sorry. Up, right, down, left, up, right. Just, just in a big circle. And, you know, I'm trying to tell her, like, there's a shotgun on the ground. Look over here. Look over here. And then she responded with, this game is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and we were done. Alrighty then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I played Walking Dead just a little bit, uh, you know, got up to the house and... I, I called it a day. I don't think uh, we'll be revisiting Walking Dead anytime soon, <laughs> which is kind of sad. So I was I was really looking forward to that. But uh, yeah. I would have liked to know how what she would have thought of episode two. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That that episode still messed me up, dude. That was some of the most intense gaming I've ever played in my life. You know, I'm I'm gonna stick behind what I said earlier. Like while we we're playing those different episodes of it was good that it was episodic because it gave you time to recover (laughs) in between in between them oh boy so uh yeah that was walking dead Uh, another thing is uh i jumped in on that torchlight 2 uh along with you and a little funny story about that is uh I, i was telling mark right before we started recording that you know i had the thing in my cart for 10 bucks and i was gonna buy it and I needed uh, a new credit card to put in there, and I didn't have my wallet with me. So, you know, I don't feel like walking around trying to find it or across the other side of the house. So I left it for later. Mm-hmm. And I was out and about when Mark texted me that it was uh, on sale for five bucks. And I kid you not, I mean, as soon as I got home, <laughs> I went straight to my computer and I bought it. <laughs> No issues with inputting my credit card number this time. And, uh, you know, with the sale being, like, as good as it was, I mean, this thing was, like, 75% off, which is a fantastic price. I kept looking at other stuff. I'm like, you know, I got to get in on, you know, some of these other sales. (laughs) But I wound up not purchasing anything else. Uh, There was a a card game that I I did buy on there. It's uh, called Soul Forge, S-O-L. F-O-R-G-E. It's actually pretty decent uh, if any of you guys are like, you know, into magic and all. It's it's a fantastic game for, uh, it's, I think it runs 20 bucks, $19.99. Uh, you might want to check that out. And then the Spartan Assault. All right. <laughs> so I wanted to buy this thing. Now, pay attention to what I said. I wanted to buy it. But I couldn't. And it really pissed me off. Both my laptop and my desktop computer that I have, when you go to the store, it immediately exits right away. And it was like irking me like crazy. And there's all these forums of all these people that have the same issues. You know, it's just so frustrating because I spent probably, I don't know, at least three hours messing around with this thing, trying to get the store to start so I could go in there and, you know, check it out and give them your money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was reading all this stuff about how the Microsoft store needs this turned on that turned on like the user, what do they call it? UAC 
you know, thing where it annoys you. User like, hey, access this... control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where it annoys you, like, this program wants to install itself. Well, yeah, because I just clicked install. <laughs> uh, or I double-clicked it to install it. And it, the funny thing is, it's the same behavior on both my machines. And I can't get it to... I can't get it to launch. And this is, I've got the same issue with the Windows 8.1 uh, update where I was going to try to do that as well, and that one needs to install from the store as well. So I can't install that either. From what I was reading, all these people are saying, well, you need to do a refresh, which is kind of like a reinstall. And, you know, between, you know, especially on my work computer, a refresh is not an option because I'm not going to go through and reinstall all the work right. stuff that I got in there. And my home computer, it's, you know, gone are the days where, you know, you, you have six months between rebuilds. This thing's been cranking for probably the last three years. Nice. You know, it's probably due for a, a rebuild or, or something soon, but it's working fine. There, there's no compelling reason to do it. Yeah, so, getting access to the Microsoft Store is not worth it. Yeah. So that was kind of a big pain in the butt. In fact, I've got my upstairs machine doing a uh, one of those scans. I forgot what it's called, where it scans all the files on the system to see if everything's intact. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the process is called. It's been at like 74% now for... Ever. <laughs> Hopefully it'll finish sometime uh, before you know Windows 9 comes out. I don't know. It might not. <laughs> so that was just kind of odd where I've got two machines that exhibit the same behavior where they can't install or the, the store can't run. From what I read in one post, I, I think this might have been self-inflicted because I run that program called Crap Cleaner every once in a while, and it, that might have been it. So I heard mention of that in one post. So that is my uh, bitter story of Spartan Assault, the game that I would like to check out but can't. Do you have, um, what AV do you use? I had any? Kaspersky. Well, actually, I had uh, Kaspersky on my desktop, and my work machine has nothing. Okay. So the Kaspersky I uninstalled as part of, you know, trying to see if it'll work or not. Because I had similar issues. Oh, you did? Yeah. and But I couldn't get any of the Metro apps to run. Um, and I ended up doing a fresh rebuild because I had done an upgrade. Yeah. And yeah, both of mine are upgrades, I think. Yeah, and that's – I had problems. I couldn't get any of the Metro apps to work. So I ended up doing a um, – but the thing I did was I never disabled my antivirus program when I did my OS upgrade. So I think that locked everything up. So I rebuilt from scratch, and it's worked just fine. I still have issues with Metro apps crashing, but, um, you know, that's to be expected. It's it's Microsoft. They can't get anything right. Let me try. Let me see if, like, weather works. Yeah, weather works. 
So, but yeah, mine was just like none of them would work, you know. So yeah. that's yours. Just to, to just to be the store seems odd. So there's a lot of people complaining about it, though. Yeah. Well, the, the OS is garbage, man. It really is. So, but anyways, let's back on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad Windows Xbox One's going to be Windows 8 based. Yeah, woo! <laughs> woo! Awesome. That means we won't be able to do any microtransactions for our games because the store won't work. So, well, the one maybe good thing about it all is that you know you can't install whatever stupid programs on there, so it might be more pristine and work better. I hope so. Windows works awesome up until the point that a person gets involved and starts <laughs> installing all of their junk. Yeah. Works great until you turn it on. <laughs> yeah. It works great until you start using it. Well, so, but right. you know what? I think for Spartan Assault, you probably saved yourself some money for a good, good read. It's probably a good we'll thing s- you couldn't get into the store. <laughs> yeah, whole seven bucks. Yeah. So. That kind of – one thing I was going to mention – while you were talking was it really reminds me of I don't even know how many episodes ago it was where we were talking about how I'd rather pay more for the game and get everything. Yeah. You know, than to be just nickel and dimed over the entire length of the game because that really irks me. Yeah, it is. It's like I got this game and I'm really kind of limited to only a few options unless I want to spend real money every time I play a level. I just, I don't understand that. It's, you know, uh, the, this, you know, and I'm all for companies making money, but this is, to me, this is more of like a pyramid scheme, you know? It's yeah. like the deck is stacked against you. It's like, if you really want to play, you're going to have to pay us every single time you boot the game up. Yeah. And that's... You know, that's one of the things I fear. More money, more money. About the way the state of gaming might be going. You know, this free to play and stuff like that. If it, you know, if it does go that route, I'm just simply going to have to scale back. I mean, I've already scaled back a lot. I only play games I really have an interest in. And if they're going to start charging me just to use a weapon every time I want to play a level, and, you know, and if that's the way games are across the board, I'm going to end up being like, you know what? I'm just going to be a Call of Duty player, and that's all I'm going to play is Call of Duty. I'll put my money into one game, and that's it. It's going to be a game that's good and worth it. Dude, ammo costs money. I can't. <laughs> yeah. you got to buy your own ammo with real money now. Exactly. So it's just, I, you know, those things, I just don't like some of the things that these companies are doing in the gaming world. So I hope it's not a trend. I hope it's not a, you know, let's do this across the board. Keep the traditional gaming. You want to do some, some of this, but I think Spartan Assault was a bad place to do it. I don't, that was not what I was expecting when I got the game. Right. So I, it was disappointing. Um, it could have been really fun, but, uh, it, to me, it's not worth the seven bucks when you first thing, first mission you go on, they're asking you for more money. Right. You know, I'm like, and then they don't even give me my free items like they said I was giving. So that's like, let me, let me have a good analogy here. That's like eating a sandwich in a restaurant and then you get a hobo coming up to you and 
you know, asking for money. Yeah. He spares some change. No, go away. Yeah, and he asks you money. before every bite. Yeah. <laughs> so. Would you like some condiments with that? <laughs> so, all but. Right, so, yeah. All right. So let's, let's move let's, into our topics. Like four hours later. Exactly. All right. First thing that we're going to cover is, is there money to be made in gaming? Not well, according to my parents. No. And, and you you play with computers for a job, right? I, I do. That's what, my, that's what my mom thinks. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're not counting the... Xbox time that you have, but I, shh, that's we'll be quiet. <laughs> we don't talk about that. So there's uh, money to be made in making games, of course, and there's money to be made in playing games of sorts. So there are a number of people that are pretty well known, and they go around and, and they play tournaments. Some of them have even gotten all these different. Uh, uh, I guess sponsorship deals and they have their names on products and I'm sure, uh, you know, you can probably name at least one, at least I can off the top of my head that does this. Well, there's a, uh, uh, esports earnings has gone through and they've ranked, uh, the hundred players with the highest overall earnings. And there's over uh, 60 gamers that have earned over $100,000 in prize money just from playing these tournaments and such, which, I mean, is, it's pretty impressive. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you or I fall into this list. I didn't see our names on here. Well, I had mine removed just for you know, yeah, and, reasons, of course. And anonymity, right? That's why when I play again with the community... That's why I purposely stink at the game, just to, you know, I don't want my cover blown. Yeah, you uh, you, you throw the the match. Yeah, I suck on purpose. You're sharky. <laughs> All righty. Okay. <laughs> so, well, if I'm too good, people are going to figure out. This guy must be like a, what is it, MGL? Something Gaming League. Say what? The, was it? Isn't it MGL the oh. gaming league? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't want people knowing. You know, I gotta throw it off, man. There you go. Keep the community thinking that man, that wingman, he just stinks at games. He's no good. That's right. That's right. We don't want to give him any money. That's right. <laughs> so here, here's the top fifteen of that list. Okay, number fifteen. So we're working our way up in terms of uh, cash money. So number 15 is, uh, I'll read their their uh, tags, or what are you going to call it, their handles from the old days, since uh, we don't know what platform these guys are playing. So this guy here, Ferrari430, raked in $227,000 in eight tournaments. Wow. Then there's uh, Stefano. Uh, this person raked in $230,000 from 58 tournaments. Uh, this guy's from France. It looks like uh, he played a lot of StarCraft too. Wow. And that first guy, uh, it doesn't say. He made uh, 200000 from one tournament alone in 2012. Wow. 
That's a good tournament. Yeah. Not not a bad weekend's work. <laughs> and this guy that played StarCraft two, he placed or he played in tournaments nearly every month since twenty eleven. Wow, that's dedication. Mm. These these uh, the thing is about these guys, they they do this for a living, yeah. So they're even when they're not on a tournament, they're playing probably mm-hmm. twelve hours a day, dude. I couldn't do it. <laughs> It yeah. wouldn't be fun anymore. Oh, exactly. You know, just imagine, like, if your wife told you, like, Mark, go in there and play video games. No, 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 I want to spend time with you. <laughs> with the kids. That, never that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then the next one is uh, V-O-O, VU, whatever. This guy placed, this guy did 230 Three thousand dollars in eighteen tournaments, and made most of the money from competitive painkiller. And this, I guess, uh, most of it was in 04 and 05. Were you gonna say something? Painkiller. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was a was a a game for tournaments. It looks like it is. <laughs> It's a first-person game, yep. at least in 04. People can fly. Okay, so moving on, uh, we have Bisu, $257,000 from 34 tournaments. And uh, this is from playing the original StarCraft. Looks like a lot of these are probably PC-based here. Then there's Nesti, $262,000 from 32 tournaments. Uh, and this is StarCraft 2. Then there's Light of Heaven, $268,000, 19 tournaments. Uh, and this was from uh, DOTA2. Does that stand for something? Um, yeah. Dota Shoe? Yeah, I think it does. I'll look it up while you keep reading the list. Okay. I'm sure we're the only two that XBO, don't know. <laughs> yeah, XBOCT. Uh, this guy, 275 grand from 22 tournaments. This is uh, Dota 2 also. Defense of the Ancient. Defense of the Ancients. That's what the game is. Hmm, interesting. Valve game. Okay. Then there's... Uh, Pape, 275,022 tournaments, also Dota 2. Dendi, 276,000 from 23 tournaments, also Dota 2. A lot of these guys are like Russian, so I wonder if that's really Chinese too. Yeah. Uh, Moon, 292,043 tournaments. This was for StarCraft 2. And Warcraft 3. Next one is MC, $368,000 from 64 tournaments. Wow. StarCraft 2 again. Then Jadong, uh, 375,000, 35 tournaments, also StarCraft 2. Then here's another StarCraft II. MVP, 377,042 tournaments. Then we've got uh, Flash, 437,000 from 40 tournaments, also StarCraft II. 
supposedly the most successful StarCraft Brood War player in the world. Interesting. And then the number one, and this is the one, only one that I was familiar with, yeah, that was Fatality. Here. I guess because he's probably one of the only U.S. ones. Uh, Fatality, or the one that we know the products from. Fatality uh, pulled in from 35 tournaments, $456,000. Yeah, and I think those Which numbers crazy. are only for their tournament winnings. That doesn't count like right, all right. their uh, endorsements and stuff. And I know Fatality's got a lot of endorsements. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he have his own line of mice and stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's he's got editions of motherboards and I mean, a lot of products. I forgot what company aligned with him for the motherboards. I remember looking at some of them. They were crazy expensive. Yeah. I mean, if this guy endorsed it, you knew that uh, that it was going to sell. Actually, there's a picture of him in the article here, and there's Abit. Looks like Abit motherboards or something. I don't know if they're still around. But, yeah, I guess the uh, moral of this story is uh, start playing StarCraft 2. Maybe I'm going to start honing up on my Spartan Assault. <laughs> and your Torchlight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a Torchlight 2 tournament winner. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So. Uh, you go in the uh, Walking Dead tournament. See, you know, it's like, <laughs> Mark made Kenny madder than any other player in history. <laughs> exactly. In, Mar- in Rob's game, Lee was not a zombie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are the winner. <laughs> we have a winner. So, so that was that. All right, moving on. So what there is money to be made, kids. Yes, yes. You don't need to take college. You just need your mommy and daddy to buy you an Xbox or a PC and just play it day and in and day out. Uh, it. Yep. And become rich. So. Yep. <laughs> Thing is, is I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. Hopefully, they're investing their money because those skills won't last forever. They won't last forever, and, you know, they're not going to be doing it when they're 50 and 60. So hopefully they invest, but it's interesting. You know, I mean, you and I, Rob, grew up, you can't make money playing video games. It's like, guess what? (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, so let's move on. Xbox One. We should call up our moms right after the show and tell them that. Yeah, I want you to listen to our show. (laughs) Here's an article. Here's an article that says it. Why would they lie? Yeah, and we could say, you kept me from being rich. I could have been there. I could have been somebody. You destroyed my dreams. You made me go to college. (laughs) Yes. All right, anyways, Xbox One supports partial download play. We When we heard uh, about the Xbox, um, the Xbox One, we're going to be installing our games, and the disc-based as you start to install, you can actually play. You can start playing the game while it still installs. And Xbox, or I'm sorry, Microsoft has confirmed that this is the same for downloaded games as well. So once it downloads a certain portion, you will be able to be res- or begin playing the game while it continues to download the rest of the game. So, so that does work for both physical media and and the download. So there you have it. Okay. All right. One of the 
probably most anticipated games of the Xbox One launch is going to be Forza 5. Yeah! Yes, yes, yes. And this game has hit the news circuits uh, uh, recently here where there was some information released about it where it had to have a download on day one, and that got people a little upset, it seems. And basically what happens is that there's going to be a one-time download that has to be done uh, for the game in order to have it be playable. All right? So uh, what they're saying is when you first boot up the game, we're going to ask you to log in. And when you log in, you're going to get the drive attires, and you're also going to get a whole bunch of content, tracks, and cars. Our production schedule is such that we are putting them in as late as possible, and that means making them free as downloadable content on day one. But that is required content to play the game. So we've basically designed the game to work with that and uh, with all that content, no matter how late it's coming in, in order to make the game uh, the biggest game possible. So, do you have a problem with this, Mark? Uh, I'm just curious. Me myself, no, yeah. because I, my box will be hooked up to the internet. It, it'll be plugged into the internet. Well, it won't be plugged in. I guess I'll have to turn it on and connect to my wireless, but no, that'll be one of the first things that gets on the internet, so it'll stay there, but this is an interesting predicament, because the game, you know, Microsoft told their developers, this is going to be an always-on device, so the very first game, the big one from, from their studio, is designed, they built it to be always-on, and Microsoft said at the last minute, oh, nope, we're not going to require it. So now these guys are like, but, 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 but our game is, we're requiring it to get all your content. Right. It's going to be a day one patch. So you can't even like play the game if you don't have it on the internet. So it, it's like Microsoft just bit their own hand off. You know, yeah. it, it really shows that they shouldn't have reversed their, you know, I think them doing their little reversal you know, now we're, how many other games are going to be impacted by this? So people are going to go, okay, I don't need an internet Probably connection. I'm them. going to go buy Forza 5, and then guess what? You can't play it without an internet connection because it's going to require it just to get you the rest of your content, the rest of the game on day one because of the way it was built. With that in mind, that's not a good thing. So I think this PR nightmare is not going away. You know, that brings up a good point that I really hadn't considered too much before, where... I had always thought that, you know, this whole reversal is going to affect Microsoft with their dashboard and how it runs and all that stuff. But the game makers, is going to affect them, too. Every single one of them, I'm sure. Well, especially so the ones they all that are... To, they all have to recode now. The the ones that are releasing on, on launch day, they're yeah. all... They're, I mean, their game's got to be almost done at this point. We're... we're we're into, what, this is July, the end of July. We get August, September, we got three months left, and that box will be shipping. They essentially got 90 more days, and then we're within a 30-day window of the Xbox One hitting the street. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, you figure 90 days, but they have to have those discs out, the gold discs out to manufacturing, what, 30 to 60 days in advance to print the discs, get them packaged, get them shipped. 
Yeah, I don't know how more than that, depending I, on where they press them. I, I know. I don't know. I mean, I'd almost think that like Forza and Dead Rising 3 and Rise, um, these games that are supposed to be out the date, you know, Call of Duty Ghosts, these guys probably should be ready and done at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now their Microsoft said, oh, we're going to not require Internet. And, and for, you know, Turn 10's like, whoa, we built this game. You told us this is what it was going to be. Now, now we're kind of in trouble. <laughs> yeah, because people are going to buy my disc, not be plugged in the internet, and guess what? Well, for the first turn on of the Xbox One, you need to have a connection. True. Then after that, you don't. Which, it, if you're going to require it anyways, see that's the whole thing. Why the whole reversal thing seems so stupid? Because it's already required out of the box. So you've already you've already gotten rid of all those other people. Anybody that doesn't have an internet connection can't buy the Xbox One anyways. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The only only thing they can do is say, well, I have to take it to someone else's house, put it on their on their network, connect in, get my update, and then I can take it back home. But I think that the group of people that fit that bill is probably going to be a lot smaller. You know, I, I just don't see that being a large percentage of people that it would uh, that would affect, you know, sales that much. So reversing it, saying, OK, you don't need it, but you still need it when you open it out of the box. Those people are probably going to be if I don't have Internet, I'm not buying it. So they're still going to buy a PS4. So we're we're Microsoft's reversing their whole thing for really no reason at all. They're not going to gain anybody back. Okay. You know, I mean, it's just, I, I think it's just a bunch of hogwash. And now they've, now they got, they're stepping over their own development teams. Possibly. So, no, me doesn't affect me. Does it right. affect other people? Very likely. Obviously, this will be a huge impact because the, the internet, the obviously speech. no one has their 360 on the internet. According to the internet, you know, to, into the, to the webs. You know, no one's on the internet. Why would you require that? So, yeah, this this just doesn't make any sense. And reaffirms to me they should have just held their ground. They should have come out and said, "Here's what it does. You're 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 already online 24/7 with your PC and your phones. What's it matter that your console's on 24/7? Here's exactly. the benefit. Here's the advantage to it. Here's what's so cool about it. That's what they needed to come out and say." And people would have been like, cool. And then they could say, hmm, do I want the PS4, which is the exact same thing that the PlayStation 3 is, except it looks a little better, or do I want this other box that's looking forward, offers Absolutely. me all these other things, family sharing. and just You know, I mean, so, yeah, this is interesting to see this reversal now is going to bite them in the rear with the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because all these games, day one games, were built with the idea that this Xbox is online all the time, and now yep. it's not. Right. That's a huge change, a fundamental change. Yeah, it's not something that they can, obviously, like, turn 10 can't just, oh, well, we can fix that. Mm -hmm. So. And uh, one thing turn 10 also added was that when the download happens... Because you know, they haven't really mentioned how large this download is. It seems like it's going to be pretty sizable based on what it contains. But you can play the game. 
while the download happens. So that's one thing that I think is still being maintained from the original plan of the Xbox where you can start your download, you can start your update, you can start your install and immediately play. You're playing your new content already. You don't have to sit there and wait for the whole thing to come down. So that's kind of cool. Right. No, that's not gone. So that's uh, that's the fantastic news, sarcastic, or the fantastic news with Forza 5. Back at you, Mark. All right. Well, Rob, I know you like your Angry Birds. No. Yes, you do. No. And Angry Birds Star Wars yeah. is going, it's coming to every console under the sun. Yep, it's already on Windows, which I already have it. <laughs> but now mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to get it on the P- on the Xbox 360 as well. you got to get it on all platforms. No, I can't afford that. Because it's coming to the 360, the PS3, the Wii U, the Wii, the Vita, and 3DS, plus PC. But the Angry Birds Star Wars is going to have 20 fresh levels um, exclusive to these new versions, along with new two-player cooperative and two to four-player multiplayer modes. The news, this news, follows the announcement of Angry Birds Star Wars 2, which will bring the Star Wars prequels together with Skylander-like toys when it launches for mobiles on September 19th. Wow! So, but um, this Angry Birds Star Wars on the console is coming. North America on October 29th and then globally November 1st. So there you have it. This might be the last 360 game I buy because mm. it comes out right before the Xbox One. Why you gotta end on a low note? It's Star Wars. <laughs> it's Angry Birds. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you dress them up. Doesn't matter how you dress them up. It's still Angry Birds. <laughs> But it's Angry Birds with the Force. <laughs> All right. Anyways, right. let's let's move on to another sci-fi franchise. Yes, yes. Halo Four had that. Uh, I don't know if you would call it a web series, TV show, or whatnot. Titled Forward Unto Dawn. I'm sure. Greatest thing ever. I'm sure everybody's probably seen it. At least everybody that's listening here. If you haven't seen it, you should. So. After you finish our show, and only after you finish listening to our show, then go to YouTube uh, on the uh, Machinima channel, I think is where it was, and definitely check it out, because it's pretty darn cool. Well, forward on to Dawn News is that they're up for an Emmy, which is awesome. They're going up against uh, a whole bunch of other shows. To give some examples, like uh, HBO's The Newsroom and CBS's Elementary. For the uh, winnings of the main title design honor. I guess I don't follow Emmys too much to really be able to identify that. So, let's see. uh, They... So the uh, main title design category rewards work that goes into title sequences. And that was done by German 3D animator Polynoid, who collaborated with the Halo 4 Dev uh, 343 Industries on the intros for the five episodes. So does that mean that 
It's just the intros. Yeah, <laughs> it was just the title that they're sequence. being nominated. Yeah. Yeah, title uh, sequence. Uh, huh. And I don't even remember the title sequence. I don't either, but I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because they must have been darn good. <laughs> I know, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the series is available on Blu-ray, I think DVD also, YouTube, yeah. uh, Netflix. Actually, it might be better to watch it on one of those, especially if you've got Netflix, because I think then they're all together. They're not split because they were what 16 17 18 minute segments yeah on youtube so you can just watch them in one shot so we'll find out on september 22nd if uh, if they win or not and i hope they do because you know hey it's gaming goodness up front in front of everybody i I, you know i can imagine like if they do this on on the big stage you know Halo 4, forward on to dawn, wins. And everybody's like, what? What? What is this? Yeah, I think it's cool just because Ooh, it's a what? video game. Yeah. You know, based on a video game franchise, we're making the Emmys. And, you know, this, you know, gosh, we need, if they can do this, they still need to make a feature film. I wish they'd just extend this movie. I wish they'd yeah, make yeah. more of this. It, it just left me wanting more, so. Ditto. This is very cool. There were a couple points where it, was, it kind of draggy a little bit, but. Overall, it was awesome. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I wonder if the Blu-ray, if it's one big movie or if it is separate. I would hope that it's one big movie. I would think that they would have maybe chapterized it or something. But you could, it, you could watch it as one movie. I would hope it just was just seamless. Like, here's 90 minutes, bam, just go. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it was. They just broke it down into smaller episodes. Yes. It is 90 minutes long, so... Yep. Okay, so that was Forward Into Dawn. Good luck, guys. You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) Back over to you, Mark. All right. Borderlands 2 DLC. I can't believe we're talking about more DLC. I don't believe it. It's it's on the way, man. There's more coming. Um, Borderlands 2 will get a new DLC pack this fall. Gearbox announced it. PAX Australia. They just announced this this Saturday. The Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack 2 will include the Digistruct Peak Challenge map and 11 levels. It also comes with a bumped level cap of 72, and you get this for about $5. According to official Xbox Magazine studio head Randy Pitchford said, Two or three additional Headhunter packs for Borderlands 2 are also on the way, starting with TK Baja's Bloody Harvest, which sees the return of Borderlands character TK Baja, if the title didn't indicate as much, obviously. Um, None of said DLC is included in the season pass, but it is expected to launch by Halloween. So we got more DLC stuff coming, people. So don't, don't, don't sell your, you know, and this is, this is a good way to keep people to keep your game, you know? Okay. This, I think this is a good way. Well, when you got a game and you know they're going to just keep churning out DLC and it's good stuff and it's a fun game, you know, people will hold on to your game. So that's how you fight used game sales. Make your game good and keep putting out stuff for it so people keep it. That is correct. Dead Rising 3. I believe you've heard of that franchise, have you not? Never heard of it. Right. <laughs> Look it up. Google it. So, Dead Rising 3 is basically probably not going to be out for the 360. They are waiting for Xbox One 
and for an interesting reason, at least according to them. They've decided to wait until the next generation so that they could get more power out of the hardware. Uh, the original Dead Rising couldn't have more than 1,000 zombies on the screen, which is quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, that's... A couple, two, three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, how is that even playable? Unless they're <laughs> off in a distance or something. <laughs> So, you know, they couldn't have more than 1,000 zombies on the screen. All right. Dead Rising 2 pushed that limit. And from what they're saying, Dead Rising 3 will triple what you saw in the last game. Now, there's a bunch of interpretations for this. Does that mean that they will maybe even have 3,000 zombies on the screen at one time? But then again, I mean, how, how does how is that even playable? Unless they're off in a distance, or it's something like the World War Z movie. So, well, I also read that the game, the size of the game, the world will dwarf the previous yeah. series. So, it could be they could just mean it as in the game world itself. Oh, is so yeah, large. yeah, yeah. But it, like the game world maybe is three times larger. I see. Yeah, and they could be saying like there's more weapon type of stuff and. You know, I mean, like, was a gear, Borderlands had a bajillion guns, so, you know, saying you could have three times more weapons in this game, it, it could be. It could all be part of what they're referring to, or a combination of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dead Rising 3, which is also going to be an Xbox One exclusive, uh, is going to have uh, the number of zombies, the streaming stuff uh, that they wanted to do, memory budgets, for the number of environments and other items and physics and all of that stuff. Uh, they partnered with Microsoft to get early specs and figure out how they were going to work it all out with uh, the new hardware. The PlayStation 3 had similar constraints to the Xbox One, so they are also not getting it as well. And that's an interesting situation where... This is the first real report that I recall even hearing about how a developer has basically said the current systems just can't handle what we're trying to do. Do you, do you remember any other developers saying that? Hello? Anybody home? Mute. Mute, mute, mute. <laughs> mute. mute, Mark? Um, no, yes. I do not recall ever hearing, hearing that. I'm sure someone has stated, you know, yeah. can't do what we want, you know. Everybody, I'm sure, has, but it, it, it's cool to know that, I mean, I like that saying, hey, we can't do this with the 360. Awesome. That means there's going to be something more. There's going to be bigger, better, badder. You know, I'm like, you know, and not bad as in bad, but bad as in it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Good bad. <laughs> yeah, and the images that they've got online, there's some, you know, on various parts of the web. You can look at this game. It, it does look sharp, especially the outside scenes where you get. There's this one picture that's got a city skyline in the back. It looks really cool. Reminds me of Walking Dead, but that's just me. <laughs> so Dead Rising, look for it in Xbox One and not the 360 or the PS3. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, there's been. 
just this is uh, real brief, but Telltale Games CEO Dan Connors has recently told the San Diego Comic-Con panel attendees that The Walking Dead darling known as excuse me, darling known as Clementine will definitely be a part of the game's second season. Likewise, the fate of another cat character, Kenny, will be explored. So, Kenny, Kenny, that's the dude with the, yeah. was always mad. You were always fighting yes. with him. You yes. were with him, then you were against him, and his, you know, he had to kill his son Duck. And yeah, it's like, what do you mean you want to kill my son that just got bit by a zombie and he's laying feverish and about to die and turn into a zombie? Yeah, exactly. What the heck? I'll remember what you just did. Yes, you will, Kenny. Yes, you will. <laughs> so. All right, moving on. Spartan Assault. Of course, we talked about it a little while ago. Uh, quite a bunch of depth. It's out now for Windows 8 devices. So that includes Microsoft Phone, if you are on Verizon. Windows 8 and, uh, oh, that other one, Surface. Go get it if you can, if your store works. <laughs> yeah. On your computer. I assume it would probably work on your phone and tablet. Maybe. All right. New side-scrolling Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game is coming out this October, Rob. Woo-woo-woo. These are uh, – the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games have been – Pretty good. I mean, I've enjoyed the ones I've played. Uh, this is a side-scrolling action brawler, which uh, many of the others have been, and they've been fun. But this one's actually based on the new Nickelodeon franchise. So I don't know. My my youngest son loves it. He just loves the turtles, man. Yeah. So he, in fact, he saw this on my screen, this little news story, and he's like, Daddy, is that the turtles? <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> and he was heading off to bed. He goes, can you show me that tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, remind me. Gamer in training. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. It's an Activision game. I thought this had a title to it, but I guess I don't see a title to it. Um, this will be out October 22nd in North America and October 23rd in Asia and Australia and October 25th in Europe and Latin America. It'll be on 3DS, Wii, and Xbox 360. So, no Sony love. That's interesting, unless maybe they already have it. <laughs> hmm. So, let me click on this art cover because it just says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I wanted to see if there was... Uh, that's it, just Nickelodeon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the name of the game. Nothing else. Out of the Shadows? It doesn't say that on the on the oh. cover. So. But anyways, okay. not All on right. this cover art I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some art here, too. Okay. Xbox Live's Summer of Arcade starts up in, what, about two weeks? August 7th? Uh, yeah, that is two weeks, just a little bit over two weeks. And they announced the titles at E3. Uh, basically, what we're looking at for this year is August 7th. They're going to have Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, for 1,200 Microsoft points. And this one looks sort of interesting. I, I would probably want to check this one out. Then on August 14th, we have Charlie Murder for 800 Microsoft points. 
This is, um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really care for this one. Then again, I didn't really look at it too much because it didn't seem interesting. August 21st, Flashback for 800 Microsoft points. Now, Flashback is a game that I remember from back in the day. Um, this game, uh, I think it was originally out on Amiga, if I remember right. And it was, like, groundbreaking at the time. It was just fantastic. I'm really looking forward to checking this one out again. So the flashback for me is going to be a must-buy. And then on August 28th, we're going to have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows for 1,200 Microsoft points, which I think Mark might be getting. Yes? No. No? Nope. Boo. When was that? Your son, what? That was August, right? August 28th. Yeah, see, the game My Story was a different, it's a retail title. No, but I'm saying you might, you're probably going to get it. Uh, probably not. Because your, your son loves it. Well, we'll see. I should, I, I <laughs> How's she going to teach him violence? Come on. I know, exactly. He's getting that from TV. <laughs> That's what TV's for, man. He's getting that from the Disney Channel as it is. Okay. All right, so uh, that's enough of that. You know, check out those titles in two weeks. Uh, see if you like some of that stuff, and use your Microsoft points while you still got them. All right, moving on. NPD. We haven't talked about the NPDs in quite a while, so the NPD numbers for June were released, and a couple interesting things to note. Uh, number one is the Xbox 360 came out number one again. Big surprise, huh? Woohoo! Thirty. Consecutive months is number one in the United States. Wow. That's uh, two and a half years. My math is correct. Two and a half years. They sold 140,000 units. Wow. I I wonder if any of that has to be... uh, I wonder if any of that is the new consoles, the redesigned ones. Those That came... When was that reveal? Was that, that was the end of May, right? That was at E3 in June. No, didn't they? Oh, that was at E3. Was at E3. Okay, the original reveal. Yeah, they didn't talk about the original Xbox. Correct. Uh, redesigned in, in the reveal in May. Okay, so, yeah, I guess that would be part of it, because they said it'll be available tomorrow, or starting immediately. So, uh uh, retail spending on the platform in June reached 197 million, more than any other console in the U.S. And the Xbox 360 held seven of the top ten gaming titles, uh, and that includes Microsoft NBA 2K. Thir- uh, sorry, Minecraft, Microsoft, Minecraft NBA 2K13, Injustice, Gods Among Us, Deadpool. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Grand Theft Auto 4, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim. And I wonder what will happen this fall. Will the 360 be dethroned by the Xbox One? Yes. Well, it definitely will be by both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Because they're only selling 100,000 units. You know, you're going to sell... Between November and December, I'm sure they'll sell a million in those first two months of both consoles. Yeah, Yeah. if they can get enough supply. So the Xbox 360, I guess, will drop into third place. I wonder wonder how the demand's going to be. You know, one thing I I was uh, thinking about while you were talking earlier about 
about that one game and you know how long it takes to get to retail and how long ahead of time they have to have it ready. I believe that was Forza that we talked about. Yeah. I know with some products, especially if it's coming from China, which the Xbox surely is, since uh, all the hard Foxconn and you know all those different manufacturers that they have spitting those things out. Those type anything that comes to the U.S. First of all, and this is working backwards. So let's say release date is going to be what do we say? 11, 12, 13. 13. So let's say the twelfth is the release date. It's going to have to go through distribution in the U.S., which means it has to go from Microsoft to the distribution center to the store distribution center to the stores. So you have that time a couple of days. Then it has to go from – those things usually come on big container ships. Mm-hmm. So there's travel time from – the shipyard to the distribution centers. And these things have to go all over. And this stuff rarely flies just because it's so expensive. It is insanely expensive to put something on a jumbo jet, especially when you're dealing with like millions of consoles. Those things go into big intermodal containers and they go on ships. Then the trip from China just to the West coast, which is probably where the stuff's going to go. That alone is a couple weeks let alone ship, you know, just getting it to the shipyard in China. So we're actually talking about anything that has to be here for release day probably has to leave China, and I'm just throwing this out, two months in advance. Maybe six weeks. Hmm. So what would that be? I'm just thinking here. I'm just thinking out loud. That would be the... Uh, uh, so that's... September. The end of September. Yeah, so like mid-September, late September, all that stuff has to be done. So you, I mean, my console is sitting here waiting for me the end of September, but i got to wait till November. That's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your console <laughs> might already be made. <laughs> oh, console. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure they're already made. Yeah, they're probably being boxed up. They're sitting in a shelf somewhere in China right now, waiting the, to yeah. go. They're Just sitting the, on a pallet. <laughs> exactly. Ours could be sitting right next to each other, Rob. Think about Aww. it. <laughs> and, you know, maybe their names are like Mark and Rob, and they're like, Mark, I'm going to miss you. Like, hey, buddy, see you on live. <laughs> I'm going to Arizona. Where are you going, Chicago? I don't know where that is. It sounds far. <laughs> okay. Just interesting, interesting, interesting stuff. All right. So is that it? That is all. That is all. All right. So I got an important announcement, and we've talked about this. And uh, I'm just going to read. This is actually an email from Microsoft. I'm sure all of you got it. As you may have heard from the announcement at E3, major changes are coming to Xbox Live. One of these changes is the switch to local currency for purchases on Xbox. That means Microsoft points will soon be retired and you'll be you'll instead be able to use money to purchase content on Xbox. With all these changes, it becomes necessary for us to evolve the way we reward you. Starting August 1st, 2013, you will not be able to earn Microsoft points through Xbox Live Rewards any longer. 
Not to worry, though, since this currency change is impacting the structure of the program, we're taking the opportunity to make Xbox Live Rewards even better. You'll continue to get rewarded for doing the things you love on Xbox Live, just not with points. So come back to rewards.xbox.com on September 1st, 2013 for the full scoop. You can also follow them at Xbox Live Rewards on Twitter for the latest updates. Finally, despite the point changes, all your hard work will not go to waste. On August 7th, 2013, they'll deposit all your pending rewards points into your account, even if you have less than 100. And if you still have points in your Xbox account when Microsoft points are retired, they'll be transitioned into your country's local currency. Your currency will be available for use at Xbox stores as usual. So for more on the points transition, you can go to the FAQs at Xbox.com. So you can keep earning your points with Xbox Live Rewards through July 31st, and then stay tuned for changes after that. Hmm. My only question, Rob, is all these... Okay, so that's all straightforward. That makes sense. What about all these Microsoft point cards that are still in stores? Can you still redeem them? (laughs) There's got to be a cutoff at some point. But if you went and bought a point card that was sitting on a shelf, I would think that they, you know, it's all software. They should be able to convert it and say, so many points equals this much dollars. I would think a 4,000 point card, which costs 50 bucks, would be $50. Would be worth $50, right? Yeah, I would hope that it would be that simple. But you never know, it is Microsoft. <laughs> I can see him saying, uh, points are no longer valid. Please insert another code, or please type in your code. That code's no longer valid. It wouldn't surprise me, man. I still keep wondering if I should just buy up a couple of those $40, 4,000-point card deals, things. Can't hurt, man. And, and, and make, what is that, 20%? Just put them in, in your thing right now. You know what? That's a better return than the bank. It is. <laughs> That's 20% that you can make on your money instantly. There you go, Whoa. everybody. Get rich with Microsoft. My next paycheck's going to, to Microsoft points. Oh, I bet your wife will love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's it. That's the news I've got for today. Yes. So, you got anything else? No, sir. No, sir. I'm ready for the retail releases. Are there any? There's a couple two tree. You want, you want to go through your uh, where to find the spiel? Oh, the sh- it's a spiel now, huh? Spiel. Okay, well here's our spiel. Find us on Facebook at this Xbox Life. At, you know, come join our group. Uh, we still are short. We, I was hoping to hit 200, and then we as soon as I said something, it's like nobody and everybody stopped joining our group. So we're still sitting at what 191, I think. Yeah. Man, we hit a rock. So. I can't give out anything if we can't get to 200. That too. So, we hit 200. I'm well, no, because I'm not going to give out anything because then we'll have people make fake group fake things. <laughs> I want real people in there. So that's that's right. But um, you want to email us? Contact at thisxboxlife.com. We are on Twitter. I think you know what it is, and we have a voicemail app on our website. So you can click on that, use your headphones or headset microphone on your computer, and leave us a voicemail. So 
Okay, Rob, my spiel is over. All right, all right. Okay, we've got a couple things coming up this coming week, the week of July 21st. We've got the Serious Sam collection coming out on the 23rd. I think that was bumped because we said last week it was coming out yeah, this week. That's right. So that must have been bumped. I was just, just going to mention that. Okay, and the next one is one that is surely on your uh, two playlist, and that's The Smurfs 2 coming out on the 25th. You, don't be shy, Mark. I know you're going to get it. Yep. I thought so. And the last one is Mars Warlogs coming out on the 26th. That one's a role-playing game. That's it. Only three games this week. It's slow. Yeah. But the, the summer doldrums. Yep. That's okay. Gives us more time to play Call of Duty. Yeah. And Torchlight. And Torchlight and Red but, Dead and But not Spartan Assault. But not Spartan Assault. <laughs> so yeah. I I would say that is tell people to save their money. Because <laughs> you'll be spending a lot of it. Yeah, or have a lot of money on the side. More money, more money. So you can upgrade and use weapons that are in the game that you can't use that you paid seven dollars for. Yes. But Oh, well, I digress. I'm done, so uh, rate us uh, five stars, please, on iTunes. We appreciate it. And with that said, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you all next week.